Today on The Good Word, we're talking about proper names that describe and identify. What do chai tea, naan bread, and the Sahara Desert all have in common? Their names are redundant. Although in English we often say the spiced hot drink is chai tea, chai is just Hindi for tea. Similarly, naan is bread in Persian and Sahara is the westernized pronunciation of the Arabic word for desert. Though we may not be familiar with the language it came from, the words adopted into English from other languages are perfectly descriptive of what they are, perhaps too descriptive in its repetition. Appropriate identifying names help avoid confusion and focus us on what we actually are talking about. In the early days of the church in the old world, there were suddenly members cropping up calling themselves followers of any number of churches or creeds, Supposedly, they were all teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, but the names they used to describe it became confused. The Apostle Paul condemned this practice in 1 Corinthians 1, where he points out that dividing the church this way makes no sense. For it hath been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you. Now this I say, that every one of you saith, I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Were ye baptized in the name of Paul? So what then are we to call the church founded on the Lord Jesus Christ and his teachings? It's a question with many possible answers, with the true solution being shockingly simple. The disciples in the New World found themselves with this same question in 3 Nephi chapter 27 of the Book of Mormon. In the midst of the ministry of Jesus to them, just following his resurrection, they were eager to establish and spread his church, and they found themselves in some confusion that Jesus used to teach a larger lesson on his intercession for us. And they said unto him, Lord, we will that thou wouldst tell us the name whereby we shall call this church, for there are disputations among the people concerning this matter. And the Lord said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Why is it that this people should murmur and dispute because of this thing? Have they not read the scriptures, which say ye must take upon you the name of Christ, which is my name? For by this name shall ye be called at the last day. And whoso taketh upon him my name, and endureth to the end, the same shall be saved at the last day. Therefore whatsoever ye shall do, ye shall do it in my name. Therefore ye shall call the church in my name, and ye shall call upon the Father in my name, that he will bless the church for my sake. The Lord's name has power to intercede on our behalf before our Heavenly Father, and it's through the name of Jesus and none other that we gain access to the blessings promised to those who faithfully follow him. Calling the Lord's church by its correct name, by his name, isn't a minor logistical correction. It's part of what gives the church the authority to do the works the Lord has tasked us with. When we join his church, we also take his name upon us as well, identifying not just the church, but ourselves with the Savior of the world. And that's the good word.